Hey there, before I get started, I want to let you know that in this week's episode, I'm doing something that I'm really excited about that is new, something I've been thinking about doing for a while, and I wasn't sure how I was going to pull it off. And then suddenly it all just clicked into place. This is what I'm calling a what matters most episode. In these episodes, you will get to be a fly on the wall of a coaching session. The goal of these sessions is to help someone get clear on what matters most and identify what action they can take to make progress on that. In other words, these sessions are all about helping someone be more productive. If you would like to be part of an upcoming What Matters Most episode, head on over to aliceenriquez.com forward slash what matters most to learn more. Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hello, and welcome to the first ever What Matters Most episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Today, I will be talking with Mona. Mona is a licensed massage practitioner, and in spite of a pandemic where her business all but shut down, as well as what could have been a career-ending shoulder surgery, Mona and her massage business are back stronger than ever, and yet she is feeling less than productive these days. A lot of times when I talk about what I do, I talk about the overwhelm, which can look like someone who is constantly in action. Well, sometimes overwhelm can look really different, like living in what one of my friends calls the couch canyon and binging Netflix. (laughs) So Mona has been cycling kind of in and out of these modes without feeling like the right things are getting done. In fact, there's some things that are looming large for her right now. So A quick editing note, though, is I wasn't expecting for this conversation with Mona to become a podcast episode. So this was actually an hour long conversation. And by the end of it, I felt that Mona's story could be so helpful for all of you that I asked if I could share it with you. And she said yes. So I edited down our original conversation significantly from one hour to just 15 minutes, 15 minutes, that is to really focus on what matters most for Mona right now and how she can make progress on that. All that to say, if our conversation sounds a bit choppy, that is why. So what you'll hear though, is the synthesis of our conversation or of our discussion and the progress that we make along the way. Okay, so let's jump right in. And then I think I come from a background where performance was kind of everything. Like in the church I grew up in, it was all about how well do you play piano? How do you look? How well are you doing at sports? How well are you doing at school? And it was all very like your self-worth was based in what you did, not who you were. And mm-hmm. so now I'm looking at myself going, I'm doing jack shit and I'm feeling like crap. And So I, I'm doing nothing. Therefore, I am nothing. Like totally. I'm yeah. worthless. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Do and you, historically, uh, shaming myself has kickstarted me into doing better, and then I feel better, and then it becomes this perpetual. For some reason, it's not happening now, and I keep waiting for like a burst of energy or for yeah. me to, yeah. If I like, if I just talk bad enough to myself, maybe I'll kick my own mm-hmm. ass into gear. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I look a lot at like at motivation versus like things being sustainable or not, right? And like yeah. motivation versus purpose, and and like I look at motivation as like a, a fuel that can burn like fast and hot, <laughs> you know. And it kind of sounds like that's what's happening is you'll have oh, yeah. like a burst of energy of energy, right, or a burst of motivation. And so you'll do well and you'll be productive, you know, I'll build a treehouse in three weeks and then yeah, do nothing and then but like, sleep for two weeks. Yeah. You're like, that treehouse <laughs> looks comfortable and I'm going to sleep in it now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm starting to do something I'd never done before where like I canceled a corporate yesterday because I wasn't quite mm-hmm. feeling right. Well, I never would have done that pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have a job and you're held accountable and people like you have a boss or whatever, you know, there's one motivation, but when you are your own boss, I feel yeah. like I either work my ass off or I give myself way too much slack. Like I cut myself yeah. way too much slack and that's been happening. Like, Oh, they don't mind if I reschedule, they'll be there anyway. So mm-hmm. why don't I just do it and sleep for another three hours and feel a little bit better. But probably if I had gotten my ass out of bed and gone there, it would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. And I would have mm-hmm. been productive. Mm-hmm. But I'm very, I think because of how I grew up, I'm very externally motivated. And because mm-hmm. I run my own business, I need to be more internally motivated. And that isn't always there. And now that I yeah. live in a place where I can make a lot less and still live comfortably where I'm at now, mm-hmm. that motivation is gone too. Like I'm not mm-hmm. living paycheck to paycheck, which I love, but. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but it was, it was a little bit of a kick in the ass. Yeah. Right? Totally, <laughs> yeah. Totally, yeah. So. Yeah. So for you, like when you, when you were talking about, you know, canceling the corporate client yesterday, you're like, I could have made myself get out of it. I could have done this. I could have been productive. Like you chose that word. It might be because we've already been talking about productivity, but like to you, what does productivity actually mean? Getting shit done. Um, knocking yeah. stuff off of a checklist. Like I had a mm-hmm. whole, and that's what I told myself yesterday. Okay. Well, I don't feel awesome. Scratchy throat. Maybe it's best I don't go in, but I'll get all these other things done at home and then it'll be okay, like to justify. Mm-hmm. And then I got one of those things done and that was it. And it, it was awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like awful. being able to like look back and go, I did this and then this and then this and then this. And there has to be like 12 to 15 things I knocked out that day or uh-huh. I don't feel like I was at my best. I need help and I need to get over the this is going to cost money part mm-hmm. of getting help. Like just yeah. suck it up, get set up properly. And then like, I mean, I'm organized in my home, everything gets a spot and then it's easy to yeah. take care of. So yeah. why can't I wrap my brain around doing that administratively and financially for my practice? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Okay. But, so let's figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it, I think it's like having, this is where kind of like some of the mindset work can kind of can come into play is is just being like recognizing that you're being pretty hard on yourself, right? And and then just like work on okay, if this is you know if Elise came to me and said all these things, like what would I say to her, right? You know, like yeah. being able to to have that um, be the an observer, like a neutral observer of yourself and study yourself. Like uh, one of my mentors would you be called like a bug called Mona it's like you're like the scientist studying this bug called Mona and you're like oh look at Mona she does like <laughs> the house stuff like everything's very organized in her house but it's really interesting she's kind of got her head in the sand when it comes to taxes or when it comes to the financials oh that's interesting right instead of being like what a fucking idiot what's her problem right like a scientist doesn't do that like a scientist isn't like that bug's ridiculous why does it do that? they're like oh fascinating right yeah. I wonder what is going on here 
Um, so it sounds like when it comes to kind of making progress on things, there's kind of like the, like your own judgment that comes into play. There's yeah. the overwhelm of like, I don't know how, like, I don't even know how. And there's also the, the money obstacle. Like, I don't want to pay for this. And mm-hmm. what if, you know, I pay for this and find out that I did it all wrong and now I have to pay more. Right. Like, the, right. So in that sense, there is kind of this, like, you're thinking about it. You're not doing anything about this yet. Like, kind of this, oh, because there's, like, it's kind of like a different kind of sneaky overwhelm. Like, there is the fetal position part of it, right? That you want it, you're like, I just want to curl up and hide, right? But there's also the part of you that's like, well, then I'll just go get stuff done. And you do. Um, but overall, there's just something back there all the time oh, yeah. Yeah. worrying you, kind of looming in a way. Always eating my bandwidth. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, constantly just sucking my bandwidth behind the scenes. I'm like organizational Jekyll and Hyde and I'm not sure how to reconcile that. You fight against yourself uh, on it. Hey there, if you can relate to what Mona is talking about in this episode, then I have an idea for you. You may have heard me say that it's really important to get clear about your current reality. And one of the best ways to do that is through a daily practice that doesn't have to take very long. It's a way to make every day your best day. And I'm actually leading a free challenge around that starting August 15th through the 19th. So it's a week long free live challenge. In this challenge, I will be guiding you live every day through exercises that help you make every day your best day. Not because every day will always bring you the best circumstances, but because you can always be your best and do your best under the worst circumstances. You can create a life you love to live. So I hope you'll join me for the challenge. Head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash challenge to sign up. If you don't mind, like if I can just share some ideas, is that okay? Okay, cool. What I've noticed is that like, we can get really caught up in these things. Like I said, I can so relate to so much of this uh, and of like imagining kind of the, these worst case scenarios and having all this stuff swimming in our heads about what I should be doing or could I be doing? Am I supposed to be doing like all that kind of stuff? And so it can be better to kind of get a picture of your reality in front of you so that you can make decisions based on that. And so right now you don't actually have that. You have a supposed reality, you have like a projected scary, very scary reality that's happening in your head instead of getting it in front of you and getting it in front of you in a way where you can just look at it all and then decide where you're going to put your energy and effort. And so that's what I was kind of saying before, like for me, when it comes to productivity and systems, it's about getting it in front of you so you can make conscious choices about things instead of being kind of reactive or going like, oh, if I could just get a bunch of stuff done, I'll feel better. And it's not true because when you do stuff that doesn't really need to get done. It doesn't, it might feel better like for a minute. And you when can you celebrate. check the box, that feels good. <laughs> I, Mona, like I check porn. the box and cross it off with like, I have what I call my big ass Sharpie. And like when I have like a paper list, which I don't have a lot of now, but like, especially if Kim and I are like planning a party or working on house projects, we have like a paper list and we're writing all these ideas out. We have like a little square deck to it and she'll check it off. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, Sharpie right through it. <laughs> okay, do you do this where while you're doing one thing on your list, you do three other things and then you add them to the bottom That's of your list. list just so you can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, our, it's your little dopamine hit, right? You're totally. just like, boom, yeah. boom, boom. But it's, that's again, I think that's one of those fuels that burns fast. And what you need yeah. is something that's sustainable. And so what that means is 
you are making progress on things, but you're making, you're not making progress on the things that matter most. And so to me, that's what actual productivity is about is moving forward what matters most while still remaining present, right? To how you're feeling to the people that you're with, right? So you can still like be with your kid and be with your people and enjoy them and not have your brain be somewhere else. What matters most is going to vary from day to day. And what matters most is sometimes going to shift and change like from month to month and quarter to quarter. And you might look at your entire year and decide what matters most is this like growing your business to a stable point that you can have subs that work for you, right? And and like really feel confident about that, that everything is lined up for that. Like maybe that's what matters most at a big picture for your business. So what does that mean on a daily basis, right? And what are the projects that need to happen? And so it's kind of getting all of that out and in front of you so that you can start to make choices about what you really want to tackle and be just as okay with what you're not doing. Because that's, yeah. that's the key is to be like, so happy and proud of like what you are moving forward, even when that's quality time with your kid, when it's rest, when it's snuggle time with Molson, right? When it's hanging out <laughs> with Mac, like whatever it might be, like those things are, those things matter too, right? Yeah. It's not just the stuff that you can check off of a list. But I'm curious for you, what was helpful for you about this? Just even talking about it, like yeah. regardless of what I said, like what was helpful for you and just kind of getting some of this like out of your head and in front of you? Well, I think it really helped me to realize that I do need to pay the money to people who do this for a living and can take it off my plate. Like, I really do need to deal with the bandwidth eaters in a proactive way so that I can keep loving what I do and not worrying about the parts that I hate. And I kind Mm -hmm. of on some level known that already. I'm not 100% sure. I've asked around um, for referrals and things like that. I'm not 100% sure exactly who I need or mm-hmm. where to get them from. Um, what is what's most on your mind when it comes to like the biggest bandwidth eater for you, like the biggest thing that sits behind you all the time? Probably taxes and okay. figuring out how do I file as an LLC? Will that be better for me to file my private taxes, personal taxes as though I'm an employee? I grew up very frugally. But allowing myself to, giving myself the permission to hire someone to do it instead of feeling like I have to do it all myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, there is a value in the relief that comes, I have to say, from that to be like, oh, okay. Like, it's all taken care of. Okay. (laughs) So when you think about, like, I always try to think about who, not how, when it comes to like, cause it gets time to be like, how do I figure this out? How do I figure this out? It's like, who do I know? Like, who do I know who can help me figure this yeah. out? So who do you know, um, that who do you know? They're, they're business owners that probably have an account, a tax accountant that they trust. Um, oh work. yeah. I, I think I have a few names written down. It's the point of giving myself permission to call them. I mean, I have a bunch of clients who are CEOs and CFOs and <laughs> have like, how much would just- it cost to call them usually? It's probably a free consultation. <laughs> yeah, probably is, right? So there's no, so the way I always like to think about things is next actions, right? Like what's the next step I can take to move this forward? Not like your next action isn't to hire somebody, right? Your next action is to call somebody and and call like whatever names you have. And if, if you don't have the phone number or the website, then your next action is to look up the phone number or website. And then the next action is to call or email, right? And then the next action is to show up for the appointment. And then the next action is to have the right. conversation. 
and ask some questions and decide and get a gut on somebody, right? But and it's like, what about Bob with baby steps? <laughs> <laughs> no way, but it is like we. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, Mona, you're too smart. You're too smart, and you're thinking like four steps ahead. Like you're thinking that the 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 to the task on the to do list is hire an accountant, right? And that's not that's a project. It's a project. It takes more than one step to hire an accountant. You're probably going to want to talk to two or three different people and like get a feel for stuff, right? And and even like a CFO, you can reach out to them, but they're not the ones that can do it for you. Like just because you know a CFO, yeah. it's like you want to know and you know who is their tax accountant, right? But it's just knowing that it's really about what's the very next step that you could take to move this thing forward. So it's not like standing and looming over you all the time. So when we look at it that way, what is the next action you could take? Well, collect three to five names of people. Okay. And I so think how I really have do that, two of them. So you think you, you think you have two of them already. Where are they? Are they like in a text? Are they in a you know email somewhere? Or is, did you do a Facebook post? Like how... Where are those um, My clients recommended. So I've got a CFO who recommended um, a tax accountant, but also um, like a therapist for financial stuff. And he and his wife see she doesn't live local anymore, but they do. Like she kind of helps them prioritize what's what. Yeah. Um, so I need to reach out to her. Okay. If I don't know the and name. Those are, and that's an email or text or how did they, how did you get this information? During our session, I just chatted. So I need to actually okay. get the names and numbers um, okay so I would, love would you i'm gonna be so annoying <laughs> okay i mean so annoying is that are you gonna text them or are you gonna email them text okay so there so now you have a next action right you like text oh, jennifer yeah. and find out right that's the true next action not like who is you know talk to jennifer's person like you don't but you don't have what you need to do that right. so your next action is to get what you need so text jennifer is your next action and if you did that today or tomorrow like that thing that's looming over you, it can like shrink back a little bit. And then when you actually like reach out to that person, that thing starts shrinking. And pretty soon you guys are like, you and this looming thing are working together to get this figured out. So now you have two doable things, right? Yeah. Hire an accountant's not a doable thing. You, there's only the steps you can take to do it, right? So now you have a couple of doable things where you can text one Jennifer. You can look for the email from the other Jennifer. Thank you. Okay, cool. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, but just keep thinking of these things that way. Get the stuff out of your head and think about what that next action is to move it forward. And that alone will start to help to remove the things that are looming. Isn't Mona amazing? As I mentioned before, the original discussion was an hour long, but when it came down to it, there was one big thing that was really stressing her out the most. And we broke that one big thing down into one simple action that Mona would take. And guess what? At the time I'm recording this, she is already in communication with a tax professional and they are getting a time on the calendar to chat. I've witnessed the interaction. It is actually happening. Progress. She is making progress and she's doing it one step at a time. And that's exactly how you can make progress too. So this conversation with Mona inspired me to ask you something. That's right. It's time for the question of the week. What is stressing you out these days? And what is one baby step you could take to make progress on that this week? What kind of baby step can you take this week to make progress on the things that are looming large for you in your life? Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep moving forward. What matters most?
Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.